Hello and welcome back, friends and aliens. This is another episode of Jabberwocky Podcast. I, <coughs> sorry, I'm your host, Adam Deloche, and I have a cold. I'm your co-host, and I'm joined by co-host David Deloche, David and Deloche. I have a tall chai latte. It's he not really a latte. He did make a tall chai latte. I don't know if that's tall. Is that? It is tall. Yeah. There's he a little line it, inside that says tall. He made it himself. So he's never going to go to Starbucks ever again. I don't think it's technically a latte, though. He has hacked Starbucks. You know what the trick is? They just put a lot of sugar in all Overcook the Overcook <laughs> the onions is the trick. <laughs> okay, so today, this week, today, we're talking about something that I was, I was researching a little bit. Yeah. Not really researching, just kind of interested in this week. And that is the golden record. Okay. David, do you know what the golden record is? I do. You do because I told you what it was. Well, I'd heard of it before. I do have I have like a, a yeah very general. It's usually on the fringes of, of people's is. knowledge. So the golden record is basically two vinyl, <coughs> two vinyl golden things uh, that NASA made. Yeah, and they put them on the Voyager, and they said, "Peace out, Voyager, get out of here." And they just shot the Voyager out into space just yep. to go forever. And the plan was that the golden record would be found by extraterrestrials mm-hmm. and the extraterrestrials would know all about us. They're just going to drop the golden record right under there. Yeah, <laughs> so record I don't know what I don't know why they thought that re- that aliens would be using records. I figured that if aliens were more advanced than us, they could probably figure out how do you probably use a record to be fair a record is fairly like straightforward technology yeah um it doesn't require a lot of like technological advancement to use mm-hmm. and i think that was about as far as we had made it in terms of audio tech it was the best thing we could do yeah so that makes sense so the audio so there's basically four major themes okay of the thing that is on the golden record images music sounds and greetings. Wait, how do they get images on the golden record? I have literally no idea. <laughs> so may I I genuinely have read multiple things about it. I don't understand how they've done it's this. It's just like somebody like All right, so let me describe <laughs> the Mona Lisa to you. It's this lady, she's like kind of smiling but not really. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell what she's feeling emotionally. Her eyes seem to like follow you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. It's it, you kind of have to be there to right. get it, but that's right. what it looks like basically. Right. Okay. So the images on the on the golden record are the first couple images. The first one is a calibration circle. A calibration. So it's circle? just a, a picture of a circle. What, so what makes it a calibration? What is it I calibrating? I have no idea. It's just a circle. So it's just like we know our shapes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I genuinely don't know why they thought that this would be the best thing to put on there. This this image was submitted by Elmo. Then they put a little map. But this is the weirdest map I've ever seen in my life, and I have no idea what that means. I don't even Um, know if NASA understands what that means, or they just made up this map in hopes of of aliens being able to decide. It seems like it's some sort of, like, galaxy. Did they include words with this? Like, I don't think so. I think this is just the image. There's some kind of dots and dashes. Yeah. But that would require them knowing Morse code as well. So does it? Indi- I think it's a gal- a map of galaxies, and one of those is our galaxy. 
perhaps. Okay. Then they basically tell them how our math system works. Okay. What I find interesting, oh, and then they give a map of the solar system. Okay. What I find interesting is they didn't tell them how our language works. Uh, and I wonder if there's a reason for that. Mm, yeah. Would they think that they wouldn't be able to figure it out? Because it feels like, regardless of whether they know math or not, knowing our language would be... Really helpful. Yeah. But how do you tell somebody your language without, you know, like how do you teach somebody <laughs> a language only in that language? You know, oh, that like I think true. you have to count on them. We have to have another language well, to I think translate it to. I think you just have to count on them being able to decode the language somehow. Okay. You know? Okay. But plus, like, what language do you send them? Do you just send them English? Uh, yeah. It's the universal language of the world. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's not going to be whatever that. What is that? What is that one language that's the perfect language? I don't remember. What is that called? Uh, Esperanto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they put Esperanto on there. Okay, so then that would be so <coughs> funny. What if they did send Esperanto, <laughs> and they come, they come down to Earth, and they're and like they speaking speak. Esperanto, and they're like, "We need William Shatner." Yeah, right I was now. gonna say, because William Shatner is a proponent of Esperanto, that'd be so funny. That would be super meta. Too. That would be hysterical. Okay, so then they have like planets and stuff like that, and then they just have photos of cool things on the planet. Is that Steve Prefontaine? Uh, no, no, it's, it's just some running people. It's a the USSR is actually in first in this photo, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a weird. Uh, then they just choice. have uh, photos of around the world, uh, okay. astronauts, stuff like that. And I think this is this is really cool. Yeah, because there's also photos uh, not shown here, but we're on it. Like father and daughter, group of children, flying insect with flower, hmm. dolphins. What if the aliens thought the flying insects were actually like gigantic? Like they, they didn't have, they don't have a sense of scale. They didn't understand. So they like, these we cannot go to this planet. <laughs> yeah. There are these giant. Like, they already. They've just been like, no, we can't go. There's these are massive. This is people. a bad idea. Yeah, but I think this is really interesting because it's just in 1977, people were just like, okay, what's cool, and what should we show them? You know, and okay. it's not about like what humans have done before it's just this is cool here's a circle here's a circle this is cool check it out uh okay so this is something that i wanted to bring up okay and this is gonna go on a tangent that you will probably not find interesting at all unless you're already well versed in plate tectonics but right. i think this is really interesting okay? okay i'll be sort of like your sounding board and okay I so translate to the people uh Wegener, I can't remember his first name, was the first guy to postulate of continental drift. Okay. Okay? So basically, before plate tectonics theory existed, mm -hmm. everyone just kind of thought that the continents were static. Sure. In actuality, they're not. They're moving. So Wegener finds a bunch of evidence that this is true. Gotcha. His biggest piece of evidence, the okay. fact that the continents look like they fit together. But on, on top of that, he found like fossil records of uh, fossils that were found on the east coast of South America sure. are found on the west coast of Africa. So it makes sense that they would have been together. Huh. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's gotcha. And there's like uh, glacial 
carvings, stuff like that. Cool stuff. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm a, I believe in Pangea. I also believe in Pangea. Okay, but the problem was is that he he, he brought this to a scientific board or whatever. Okay. He had all this evidence. He laid it out. But the only problem was is he didn't know how it worked. Okay. So they just said, no way. And they dismissed him. And this was in 1920s. Okay. Around that time. Gotcha. Because World War One was going on. You know, people don't have time to be thinking about continents. Sure. It's lame. It's lame. Well, not in that, yeah. not in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I guess World War One. So then it just kind of goes under the wayside, but then people kind of start to do science again, and they start <laughs> to realize this guy was science was put on pa- pause. People start to do science for again. World War One and World War Two. Science was put on pause. All right, kids, we know you missed this for the past few years, but we are reintroducing science, science classes. <laughs> <laughs> so people start to do science again, and they realize Wagner actually was right and they figured out why plate tectonics happens and why the continents are moving okay and then it gets accepted as a theory okay in like the 70s then the golden record was made in 1977 Mm -hmm. so in 50 years Wagner went from being a unjustified scientist to having his information sent to aliens gotcha and I think that's pretty cool that is cool you know good for Wagner yeah he was right the whole time, even though he didn't know that. And his body may or may not still be preserved in ice somewhere. Hmm. So that's kind of... It's probably, that might, actually, it's that probably might, torn apart by glaciers that or might something. might be a story for another time. Well, that's basically the whole story. Okay, so back to the golden record. Back to the golden record. The music is... There's uh, hellos in 55 different languages. The first language that is okay. said hello in hello in that they speak mm-hmm. is like a candian which was sumerian acadian yeah which uh. is sumerian and if you remember previous podcasts that goes back to the sumerians and their uh portal <laughs> to oh, Nibiru. Right, 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 and right, right. another tangent so i was watching shaggy and scooby-doo yeah or not shaggy and scooby-doo Mystery Incorporated. Okay. And the whole arc is based around the Sumerians and the planet X and having a portal between these planets. And I Mm. thought, this is the best Scooby-Doo of all time. If you haven't seen Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, go watch it because it's really good. And it has to do, Sad Adam Hussein is not in it, unfortunately. That would have been great. No, it would not. They already have Putin. Putin, this is funny. Putin was in an episode of Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, so he has an entry in the Shaggy and Scooby-Doo fandom Wikipedia hmm. as his <laughs> decomposing body. Is that's is that not the greatest thing you've ever heard? Um, so I don't really support terrorists getting cameo appearances in Scooby-Doo, but I don't know. Yeah, but it would have been full circle with this episode. It would have. I mean, I guess Hitler gets a cameo appearance in uh, Last Crusade, so... Does he? Yeah. Well, I mean, not actual Hitler, but like... Who played him? I don't, whoever it is, they probably don't want us to know. That's true. Anyways, so then they have hellos in 55 different languages. They have sounds of the earth, which is a bunch of different sounds from okay. the earth. And then they have a bunch of music, which is really cool. Uh, a lot of uh, Bach, Kay. which I guess was the peak of music in 1977, which 
personally, I would have put one Bach song on there and not ten. Do they have any, like, Beatles on there? They don't. What? Yeah, and I, the Beatles invented rock and roll. Beach Boys? They don't. Queen? They don't. I don't know why Bach was the be-all, end-all of music I mean, for the aliens. T- to be fair, from like a technical standpoint, Bach is probably more advanced. Yeah, but once you hear one Bach song, you've basically heard them all. I feel like we might be offending some of our... Well, listeners. you know what? You might. This say is a platform for change. <laughs> we might be alienating some of our listeners. Oh! I'm not against Bach. I'm just saying... I'm sure that if aliens found it, they probably got bored. Maybe, I don't know. So if they got some Bach, what else? They have Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Okay. And then they have a bunch of different music from different cultures. Hmm. They have Melancholy Blues by Louis Armstrong. Hmm. They have um, a bunch of other stuff. Okay. They have Dark Was the Night by Blind Willie Johnson, which is actually a pretty good song. I don't know. It's good. Maybe that's maybe we should pull some songs from the, the record. Actually, too. my Spicy Tunes was going to be a song from the Golden Record. Okay. So that's really cool, and I just kind of wanted to talk about that. But our episode today is us making our own Golden Record. So we are going to now stop addressing our listeners. And start addressing the, the aliens. aliens. Because I assume... I mean, once something's on the internet, it's there forever, and aliens would probably be able to find it. Okay. So, and we're also teaming up with NASA, and they're going to be projecting this on all frequencies into space. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I pulled a few strings. They're going to use Starlink? I called up Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) I said, hey, let me make a better golden record. So- um, One with significantly less Bach. (laughs) I was just going to ask you a question. Okay. I can't remember what it was. Oh, well. I got distracted. You know what I would like to say? The first thing I would like to say to aliens is that we are- Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we starting? Because I think we should edit. I think this should be an edit where it's going to seem like like we're going- Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So uh, the aliens are going to like- What are we calling this episode? We're calling it, good morning, (laughs) aliens. (laughs) I think it has to be something that the aliens would Google if they were trying to- Like, the Mm. aliens are like, okay, guys, we finally got internet access. Message to aliens. Message to the aliens. No, no, no. It has to be everything you need to know about Earth. Oh, okay. Yeah, it needs to be like a WikiHow title. Gotcha. How to be human (laughs) or everything you need to know about Earth. Everything you need to know about Earth. That's Or humans. Okay, yeah. So we're cutting? Not in real life, but we're just going to edit it. Ready? Yep. Here we go. Hello. If you're hearing this, you are an alien. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Well, I mean, they're they're not aliens. To, we are also we aliens. are aliens to you guys. You guys are aliens to us. Hello. If you're hearing this, I'm an alien. I am also an alien. And I'm joined by my fellow alien. I'm David. David. David is my brother. On Earth, we call people who are male from the same mother <laughs> brothers. And if it's a female oh from boy. the same mother, they're called sisters. So I feel like if we go this basic, I have a, have I have one sister and I have one brother. One is male, one is female. So let's just go off the assumption that they... Have a fundamental. They understand un- that. Well, yeah. they d- if Sorry, they found guys. the golden record, then they do understand. Sorry, guys, we are not trying to be. Yeah, we don't need mean to be condescending. So here's what we need to consider, Adam. Okay. You aliens out there, for all we know, you're more advanced than us in technology. Yes. I'm. A, let's well, just let's have sh- they invented podcasts? 
Maybe. Probably not. We don't know. Okay, aliens. What do we want to... So, there's a few things... We should tell them what year it is. Okay, so currently it is the year... 2020 of our time frame. We measure time by how many... How long it takes to go once around our sun. As I'm sure you probably have something similar. Yeah. Um, So, it takes three... It takes approximately... It actually takes precisely... 365.25 365.25 days. And a day is 24, 24 hours. It's a, a day is the amount of time it takes the, Earth, the sun. Earth to rotate yeah. completely. I was going to say the, the sun, sun to, to orbit the Earth. No, I was going to say Don't the sun to, to go Adam. across the sky. It's That's the same not thing. Correct. It, it is. It takes about 24 hours for the Earth to rotate. For the Earth to rotate. On its axis. On its axis and do a 360 degree turn. But it's also rotating around the Earth in orbit. No, the Earth is rotating around the Sun. The Earth is orbiting. <laughs> what did I say? The Earth. Okay, so let's. Maybe I wasn't the best choice. Let's walk it back, aliens. <laughs> we live on a planet called Earth. Earth orbits a star, which we refer to as we, the Sun. This is something interesting. We have no idea who named it Earth. Hmm. There's no record of anyone ever naming it Earth. Maybe it was the original Adam. So anyway, we live, <laughs> on a, we live on a planet called Earth. It orbits a star, which we refer to as the sun. The it's sun. about 93 million miles away. Why is the sun... You know what? I'm not even going to ask that question. We need to focus on what we're telling the aliens. Yeah, okay, here, okay. Okay, so the way it works is it takes about 24 hours, which is an increment of our human time, for the Earth to complete a 360-degree rotation around its uh-huh. axis. It takes about 365 days, uh, full 360-degree rotations on the axis, to go completely one orbit around the sun. Give or take. Yep. We usually what we do is every, it takes about a quarter day, so we just do a 365 for the first three years, and then every fourth year we just throw on an extra day. It's really crazy, but that way of doing the calendar is the most accurate that has ever been invented, and it was made like a long time ago. So that's just what we do. Yeah. So let's, I think we need to walk it back okay, and, okay. and talk less about. Who are we as a people? Um, well, we're a lot of different people right we're, now. There are a lot of different people. on. We have seven continents. Yes. Which are not one of them doesn't have anyone actually living on it. Well, there are like scientists living there. But yeah, but there are no countries or anything there. There are no indigenous people. Currently, our our globe is divided into countries. We live in a country called the United States. United States of America, which is located on the continent of North, North America. America. Um, we're doing okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say relative we're doing to the, bad. Relative to the rest of the world, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, there's some weird stuff going on, yeah, for sure. But there always is. I would say right now our biggest problem is climate change. Yeah, so we should really talk about climate change because that's something the aliens so I think would want to know. About. I think one important thing to know about humans is that we often don't really think about the consequences of our actions. We are not very good decision makers, and we're really not good at owning up to that and then making change. Some people are. Some people are. Some people under. Some people get it. But we, there's a lot of ego involved yeah. with humans. Yes. So, and that's one of our biggest downfalls, is that ego is a really big thing that yeah. we get caught up with. So we don't know exactly how your society functions, how your your um, culture functions, your brains function themselves. But we basically have, you know, this is a very like sort of like basic explanation of it but we experience logic which is stuff like math and you know rational thinking 
we also experience emotions, and mm. emotions can be good. Sometimes there's love. We have happy emotions. Yeah, but there's also like We've bad emotions, expressed. like anger. Um, ego is sort of an emotion. Pride mm. is an emotion. We've already expressed our laughing emotion, laughter. Yes. So yeah. So the ha 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 ha. That's that's la- that wasn't real laughter. And that that means, was just in and right. Like a right. That means that we find something humorous. Yeah. Or funny. We're assuming that you guys have humor. In I don't culture. really know why we laugh. Like why that's how we express yeah, humor? I don't know. Weird. Sometimes we laugh so hard we cry. Right, and sometimes we cry so hard because we're really sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tears, tears aren't necessarily indicative of one or another, emotion. one specific emotion. It could be one or the other. Tears. Are, context is really a big. Tears thing. are usually just like we're experiencing very intense emotions of some kind. Here's a fun fact. Or we've just been pepper sprayed. Here's a fun sprayed. fact: When humans cry, their noses also get runny. But that is because extra tears are being funneled into our noses. Huh. Isn't that kind Who of interesting? Knew? Humans are very interesting biologically. We have we come in many different shapes and sizes and colors, and you can additionally manipulate your body to become larger or smaller. By exercise and diet. By exercise and diet. Um so we, we so you can grow or shrink based on what you're doing with your body. I feel like these aliens probably have a general capacity for biology, though. Okay. So we should probably focus so more on So fun facts like about excessive tears running out of your nose aren't that's isn't important. That's cute, but that might not be necessarily what they're looking for. Oh, they, uh, Our producer is saying that aliens don't speak English. We're assuming, we're assuming that, that they, they have translated. Out how we know that they don't naturally yeah. speak English, but they at some point, if we're going to communicate with them, they've translated to understand. So our this language. is this is past this when they're listening to this, they've already discovered us, and now they're trying to learn more. So they're yes. probably playing this in like a uh, uh, a school class hmm. for aliens. Hello, students. This is a primary source for them. Yeah, actually, okay, which is very interesting. Wow. Yeah, part like of we a don't primary speak, source. We don't speak Sumerian, but we can read their writings. When we find them. Yeah. Which is sometimes. So it's a primary source. Okay. okay. So so th- our biggest problem is climate change. Climate change is an issue. And so that's because uh, um, a couple years, a couple hundred years ago, people started making machines. Which you guys probably have. But what they would use is fuel in the earth. And then that fuel, which was once stored in the earth, was started to release into the atmosphere. And then that started to increase the temperature of we've recently fired our producer <laughs> sorry we're just dealing with some technical issues then the co2 off, off is that was at one point in the earth the carbon and such that was once in the earth is now in the atmosphere and is increasing the temperature of our planet yeah so another big part of the problem i would say maybe it's something a more tangible problem because some people believe that climate change is a myth um i would say that there's not a lot of science i would say that that's that but here's a what poor viewpoint. But I wouldn't say that it's here's what we can agree on. I mean, there is a certain degree of like climate fluctuation that's natural. That is true. But here's yeah. what we can also agree on is, as humans have been able to build more products with machines, we've also just increased the amount of artificial stuff that's out there. That is true. And we don't really have a good way of disposing of, of stuff. Yeah, getting rid of the the stuff that we don't use. So, so, what I would like to say to aliens is, if you have a way of disposing of things. That's perhaps just flying it into a star of some kind. We would love to take advantage of or, that. Or, you know, more ideal would be a way to break things down to their molecular component parts. Uh, yeah, and then turn it into clean energy. Yeah, so, like, ideally we would be able to take 
our trash and instead of just throwing it away we be able turn to it reuse it plants yeah so if you guys have a way or just even like even if we could just or reduce energy. things to their individual elements and ah. then reassemble those elements into more complex yes. molecular forms mm-hmm. that would be phenomenal yeah so if you guys have a way to do that we'd be very interested in um you know knowing what that is it would really help us out i would say that if you meet us that's going to probably be the one thing that you're going to notice the most is the amount of trash on our planet. Yeah. So here's another thing that we should probably talk about is unfortunately humans are not that great at getting along together. That's why we have boundaries and content and countries. Yeah. So the reason that we're not all united as one planet is because we, d- we don't get along very well. Um, Cause there's a thing called, being a jerk (laughs) and some people don't like other people and that causes things like wars is what we call them yes we still resolve conflicts we've had a a couple pretty big wars one of them was world war one the other one was world war two we're pretty good at naming wars as well as you can see we usually just is there another big war that we should let them know about i can't think of another one that i mean i don't know i feel like those are the pretty Biggest big wars. The world wars were the wars that included the most people, I think. Yeah. And uh, we don't condone wars. We're, yeah, I mean, we generally feel like you should resolve disagreements with kindness and mm-hmm. and discussion. And, and you know what? You could probably say that both world wars went back to ego and pride. Mm. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So <coughs> here's the thing is... I don't know if you guys are interested in coming here or not. At this, up to this point, we've been assuming that you guys are basically peaceful and friendly, which would be great. We also want to be peaceful and friendly. I would say yes. here's what you need to anticipate if you're coming here. Some people are going to be pretty freaked out, honestly. Yes. Um, we have a lot of movies that have aliens in it. And, yeah, you guys aren't portrayed well, except in one movie called E.T. E.T. Where he was very nice and he really liked... Reese's Pieces. Yes. I would so, I would postulate to say that you guys, when you come here, should also indulge in some Reese's Pieces. I would say if you bring Reese's Pieces with you, if you can do that, like somehow like beam them up to your ship and then bring them mm-hmm. down, yeah, that would be, I think, universally regarded as... A peace symbol. Yeah, like that would be an indicate. That would be yes. you indicating yes. like we come in peace. Yes. Bring us... Reese's Pieces. Because that is, the Reese's Pieces are culturally associated with friendly aliens. Yes, E.T. So, so that's a key. Yeah. So remember that. Write that down somewhere. I would say. And if you come to Earth, that's that's really going to make or break your trip. I would say if you have shape-shifting abilities, it mm. could also behoove you to take yeah. on the forms of aliens that we know are friendly. So well, some, some that you want to think about are E.T. E.T. from the movie E.T., uh, Yoda from Yoda. Star Wars. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yoda would be a great one. Yoda, um, uh, specifically the smaller, younger version of Baby Yoda. Yoda from the Star Wars TV show, The Mandalorian, would right. be ideal. Perfect. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Um, other friendly aliens. That's all I think. can think of. But I do want to say, if you Stitch from the movie uh, Lilo and Stitch, he was okay. friendly. Yeah. Okay. I uh, one big thing: if you are wanting to appear friendly and you can shapeshift, 
do not come in the form of a human. Yeah, people find that, that very disconcerting. That will be very disconcerting, and that will cause a lot more problems. And we appreciate yeah. what you guys are trying to do. We appreciate yeah. it very much. But that will not be good overall, and you will most likely start a war. But quite possibly, I would say that these humans are also... These aliens possibly also look exactly like us and can't shapeshift. Ah, yes. So in that case, we will be understanding. If that's the case, just roll with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just be aware of that. I would say, so here's what you're really going to run into, is humans are very tribalistic. Yes. Um, really, the ideal situation is that we could work together with you guys, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, use some of your technology to become a better yes. civilization ourselves. However, there's definitely going to be a certain degree of distrust, at least initially. People are just going to be a little bit freaked out, like, who are these, you know, people from another planet? You know, are they are they nice? Are they not nice? Are they going to try and kill us? Because we, yeah. to be fair, we have a lot of movies yeah. that have people from other planets and creatures from other planets, and fairly often they do try to kill us. And it's not because we hate you guys. We're just uninformed, and then we let our imagination kind of I mean, run wild. To be fair, it is a possibility. Like it's possible that you that guys would be hostile. You guys a hundred percent could be using this information to trap us using Reese's pieces. So I w- here's what I also what I would say though is this planet is probably not necessarily one that you want to take over. That is true. Um it's in some kind of rough shape, just like ecologically. Yeah, um, but they could probably fix it. The aliens, I mean. Okay, well, it'd be a lot of work. Um, yeah, they're aliens, I mean. Just in general, people are very stubborn, so yeah. if you started attacking us, it's very likely that we will fight to the death. We, uh, yeah, because we have Tom Cruise, who famously fought aliens in a movie called War of the Worlds. Okay, we also have Will Smith, who we fought aliens Will in Independence Smith. Day. Who fought aliens in Independence Day? We have Jeff Goldblum, who was in Independence Day and is just a hilarious person. We have, I can't think of another fighting alien. Predator. <laughs> is he an al- alien? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie Alien. Predator is also an uh, alien. But I we think have a movie wins. Alien where usually the main crux is killing an alien. Mm. The aliens are trying to kill us first, though. Yeah. So don't do that. Do we want to talk about our culture? What is it like to be human? Um. So we really well, like America. Yeah, we really like music. Yeah, we're big into music. We're yeah. really big into music. Us specifically, as well as our culture in general. Yeah. So we really like that. Another thing we really like are sports, where people try to compete. Okay, they understand the English language. <laughs> you don't need to like over and then every single they word. Compete most of the time. It is with a ball. Which is spherical. Sometimes it's not, though. Sometimes I think they know what a ball is. Adam. Sometimes it is not with a ball, such as hockey, where it is with a puck. Or Which is basically a flat cylinder. Or football, where I guess that is a ball, but it's just a weird shape. A football is like a weird like double cone-shaped thing. One of the biggest sports are probably basketball, basketball. and football. Here in America, yes. in the United States. And soccer in other continents. Soccer is and very countries. big on other continents. So if you guys really want to bef- uh, befriend the human race, I would say do it over a game of b-ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to play some basketball. Just play some sports. Yeah. That's a good way to, you know. We would along. probably share shoes with you. Um, 
if you do come, there's important references that you need to know. You mean share shoes, like get them their own pairs of basketball yeah. shoes? Yeah. Oh, okay. We'd be like, gotcha. oh, you know what? We're friends now. We got you these Jordans. Okay. Not We're not like giving them literally the shoes that we yes. normally yes. wear. Because that uh, would be kind of... But there are a few references you got to know. One, Michael Jordan was and is potentially, I think this is actually true. Arguably. The greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Other great names. LeBron James. LeBron James. Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, who recently, who recently died, away. which is unfortunate. That's all I can think of. Larry Bird, Larry Bird, one of the only famous white basketball players. Okay. I can't <laughs> think of another one. Uh, Steph Curry is good. Steph Curry. Dame Lillard. Damian Lillard. Gotta, gotta represent the old... Uh, in football, Northwest. there is... I'm just gonna let you do this one, because I kind of want to see who you say. Peyton Manning and okay. his brother... As we discussed earlier, we understand our brother's work. Eli Manning, Tom they, Brady. They both were really good. Well, I mean, really good, relatively speaking. But they played on different teams. Tom Brady is one of them. Arguably the best quarterback of all time. I'm not a Patriots okay. fan, but yeah, I'm not a I Patriots guess. fan, but I'm just saying he's won um, a lot. And that's all I can think of. That might be literally all of the football players I could name. Um, Patrick Mahomes. There's another he one. He just won the Super Bowl. We Wait, have two. They did win, right? Yeah, yeah. They did. we have okay. two different types of football. There is college football, which is like a school foot football team, Kay. and then we have a professional football. So I feel like at this point we're just basically like explaining very fundamental concepts. <laughs> this is important. Like, they got to know. <laughs> all right, all right. We enjoy movies. Some movies you should watch. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. That's a good one. That's a good intro. And like if you have any of the technology. Specifically, specifically lightsabers. lightsabers. Please share that with us, but only give it to people you really, 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 really trust. Don't give if so. Watch the movies. It will pick up a sense that the good guys have blue and green lightsabers, yes. and the bad guys have red lightsabers. But really, if you meet somebody and you're like, "This guy might want a red lightsaber," don't, don't give, give him a lightsaber. We cannot stress that point enough. Be very careful with the lightsabers. Yeah. Personally, us two, David and I. We would be we would be safe choices. Safe choices. I would say. I would say David's probably safer than me. I would say. I would probably accidentally cut my arm off. I would say um, I feel pretty comfortable with my current experience with uh, practiced lightsabers, also known okay. as toy lightsabers. So I feel like I could handle myself with a lightsaber pretty well. So Star Wars is a really big one. I would say Lord of the Rings is a really good example mm, yeah. of, of human stories. Really well made. Yeah. It really kind of exemplifies uh, a lot of uh, w how we understand how stories work, how we think in stories, stuff like that. Um, you can fast forward the parts of the Sam and Frodo. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are so the boring. Sam and Frodo stuff we don't really like. It's, it's kind just of not good. Plot, but it's pretty boring. Another movie that you guys should watch is Secret Life of Walter Mitty. <laughs> It's this just good. Secret Life of Walter Mitty is not highly regarded on our planet, but it's a pretty good movie. But it's good. You sh guys should <laughs> also watch... The Dark Knight Trilogy. Dark Knight Trilogy. Basically all of Christopher Nolan's stuff, Yeah, honestly. Christopher Nolan's stuff will probably actually blow your guys' mind because you probably never even... Yeah. But speaking of that, Christopher Nolan has a movie about dreams. Hmm. We don't know if you guys dream or not. Is that a thing that aliens do? But we do. We do dream. So dreaming is like when you're unconscious, but your mind is still active. Well, we're asleep. Dreaming well, usually happens while we're asleep, and so humans... What if they don't sleep? Yeah. 
It's hard to explain what sleep Basically is. Basically, what humans, it. how humans work, is that they can eat food for energy. Yep. But after a while, they can't continue with just the food. They have to, for a certain amount of hours, they have to close their eyes. Nine, if you're me. And go into a state of hibernation, unconscious. Hibernation, you could say, unconsciousness, where they will not be moving consciously. They might move involuntarily. But they're not dead. They are not dead. That is important. This is important to understand. This is important. They are not dead. They will wake up later. If they're dead, they stop. You you guys know what a dead person looks like. But while we're asleep, we dream, which is basically like movies inside of our head. But way weirder. But very incoherent and not at all. They don't make sense at all. Inception is actually kind of a good introduction to what dreams are like. But it's a little bit more stylized. Yeah. In real life, they're even like way wacky. So that is a good movie to watch. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off really kind of exemplifies teen culture. Well, teen culture in the 80s. Still good. Still good movie. But not particularly relevant um, to our Dead Poets culture. Society. That's just a good movie. Nah, I fell asleep during that one. Well, well, don't listen to David. It is a good movie and you should watch it. Um, what movies are like good, like good representations of like the fundamental like nature of like humanity. Um, what is that one Christmas movie? Miracle on Christmas. It's Street? a Wonderful Life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch it's a Wonderful. It's Life. a Wonderful Life is actually a very big, is really famous, really famous, really good movie. It was Highly made kind rare. of a long time ago, relative to our lifespans. Actually, you know what? This year's what you guys should do: go on our internet, somehow connect to that. And go on to IMDb, look up IMDb's top 100. Is that what it's called? Top 200. Top 200, which is like basically that. their ranking of the best movies of all time. Some of them are. And just kind of work. Well, even if they're not, even if they're not great, just kind of work your way down, and you guys will kind of figure out. Okay, but Quentin Tarantino is on there. I don't want them to be exposed to him. Okay, skip Quentin Tarantino. Don't watch. He's just kind of. Oh, I'm not a fan. Stip Quentin Tarantino. All, additionally, we have these things called videos on a website called YouTube, which is a pretty big platform. It's basically n- TV, but it can be made by it can. It's significantly shorter, but it's also not made by companies. Should we explain so TV? I feel like we're getting way too in the weeds with our technology. Here. It's important to know this is culture. I feel like they figure okay, they what else? What though. else? I think we need to keep it more to like the nature of humans. Okay, beings. I wanted to say that humans are very nice. Can be very. They nice. can be very nice, and sometimes they're very mean. And I would say, here's what I would say: is surround yourself by the nice people. Don't judge all of humanity based on a limited sample size. Yes, and don't judge humanity based on one guy who might shoot at you. Yeah. We're not all like that. So. We would really like to be friends. Yes. I would at we least. We are pro-human and alien relations. Yes. Whichever way you want to look. If you want to look at us, the aliens, and you guys, the humans, we they are still pro-human, alien relations. They probably have a name for themselves. Maybe it's human. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, I would like to say that we would enjoy sharing food. Oh, yeah. That would food be is a, actually a really big deal. Yeah. And often misunderstood in our p- modern culture. I would say, and don't... Bring up pineapple on pizza. Whatever you do, just don't even... I'm not going to say whether what my opinion is on it, but just don't ask about it. I would say 
if somebody asks, do you like pineapple on pizza? Just don't answer. Just say, I like whatever you like. Yes. Uh, I think don't pineapple answer. on pizza tastes good. Some people don't think it tastes good. I. It's really <laughs> not that controversial. <laughs> but we would enjoy sharing food with you. Yeah. Food is a, a really important part of human culture and all it, over the world. And it is, yeah, it is a, a very good basis to get to know people. Yep. Like a lot of people go out with other people that they don't know very well and they go and eat a meal. Yes. It is very peace treaty like. Sharing sharing a meal with someone is very good. Sharing a meal is a fundamental component of human fellowship. And that goes back to when our con- our country was being founded. There was a big meal called Thanksgiving. Let's not well, first of all, that's not very been very well recorded in it. Uh this yeah. I'm just saying this is an example. It goes back a, to a, a lot of things. Of a big meal. It's been like this throughout all of human history. People like to eat meals with other people. People like to eat meals. So I would say if you do want to set up a meeting with an official of some kind, the leader. And that's another problem, too, is that there are many different leaders who are who are um, designated to different zones of the earth. We have a, com- we have a very complex hierarchical structure <laughs> currently. So if you come here and you ask, take me to your leader, um, don't expect to be taken to the like emperor of the entire planet. Yes. You'll be taken to our leader, which is the president of the United States. Maybe not even that high because we don't actually know him personally. We might just Some take, people do. We just, you know what? We just might say that we are them. Yeah, and the other thing is just as not all humans are nice, not all human leaders are nice. Yep. Um... Our country, America, the United States of America, functions on a democracy. I'm sure you guys have some form of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we change our leaders periodically. That is correct. Um, some other countries have, like, monarchies or even dictatorships. Mm-hmm. They don't change their leaders, which is um, can be bad if, if you have a bad leader. We personally are not huge fans of never changing your leader. Yeah, we're, we think democracy in is generally Specifically better. in America, we've tried to... St- uh, stay away from that. Freedom is a big concept in American culture. Yes. So, yes. Yes. We're which is ironic because we imprison more people than any other country. Well, in the world. yeah. More people than all of the other we countries. Won't, actually, uh, we'll discuss that when you're here. As we we're said, we're not going to get into. As that. we said, human society is fairly problematic. It's, yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of problems with it, but we're working on it. I think what we need to to really communicate to you is that. If you guys have technological advancements that you're willing to share with us, we'll we could really gladly accept them. We could really use those. Um, if you guys, ha- yeah, just any help that you guys are willing to send us, we're down. We're, yep. you know, and I mean, I think there's going to be definitely be some opposition from some people. Some but people are not going to like you guys, and I'm just, I apologize for that. Don't listen. We call them haters, and we're going to say, don't listen to the haters. Yes, that's that's a word that we've been using in our cultural zeitgeist lately. Yes. Uh, and yeah. I think it's here to stay. You think? Okay. Yep. Possibly. Same with cool. Za. We're going to say. Uh, so when you Zah come to Earth, less of us. when you come to Earth, there's a dish that we eat called pizza, mm. but humans often abbreviate it to shorthand as za. So if you really want to be cool and accepted, accepted when you come to Earth, ask for a za, and you will be very cool, and everyone will love you. Just say pizza, or, and say za, say za. Actually, so, um, definitely one thing we do have to offer that is actually really delicious: ice cream. Uh, uh it's a cold. That's it. Creamy. That's what you were sugary treat. Out of all the good dishes we have, you're like ice cream, baby. Ice cream is. Do like you think they have cows? 
Do you guys have cows? If they don't, then they've never had ice cream. That is we, true. Uh, we got a real treat for you guys. Yeah, it's really give good. Give me some ice cream. It's really good. There's many flavors. Different things you can do with it. Yeah, you could make it into a sandwich. A you could make it in a milkshake. You could uh, Sunday soft serve. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ran out of mil- I ran out of ideas for ice cream after milkshake and you could sandwich. have sherbet, which is like not exactly ice sherbet cream. Sherbet is kinda. actually my personal favorite is mm. very good. I'm a big fan of fruities instead of uh, fruity flavors <laughs> <laughs> instead of instead of more chocolatey, savory flavors, stuff like that. Savory flavors. Most ice cream is not savory. There are some niche what flavors that are. What would you say is the it's like chocolate and fruity. I would say most ice cream is. Oh, it is recording. Yeah. No, it would. It's gonna cut right there. So did we lose everything, or we're just rolling again, and just like whatever? Okay. What are the two types of ice cream? Most ice cream is sweet. Sweet. But I would say that we have sweet and savory, which is more like the chocolatey kind. Chocolate is not savory. It's <laughs> well, okay. Whatever. You're okay. So anything else we want to tell the aliens? Um, no. Okay, so this is we have regular listeners. Oh yeah. Of this thing, which is called a podcast. You probably heard us talking to it's them before like we It's almost like radio. Anyways, we have we have regular listeners. We have regular listeners who we like to converse with and we ask them a question saying, What would you tell aliens? Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about the listener questions. So Jesse, who is a listener, said don't let the technology fool you. We are dumber than we look. Uh, I would say that's very succinct. Yeah. We do have what we think is good technology, but we don't know a lot of things. We've definitely been improving lately. Yes. That is true. We went to the moon like 50 years ago. This is kind of honestly, interesting. Honestly, it's crazy that and we even but made it This there. is interesting. We went to the moon 50 years ago, but the thing, I have a phone. The the phone that I have is powerful enough to have done that entire mission. Hmm. And now it just fits in our pocket. And now it fits the in computer. our pocket. But we do not send things to the moon anymore. But we're going to start doing that again. Yes. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, our friend Grant, who is a, one of our best friends. You should hang out with Grant. Yeah. Actually, here. this is important. When you come, look, ask for someone named Grant Haynes. I don't know where he'll be living when you do come he's, or what he'll be doing. He's over six feet tall. He has fantastic facial hair. Fantastic facial hair. You will most likely still have glasses. He might actually, you know what? He might be bald when they come. His father is bald. He will tell you what to do. He will He will give you everything you need to know, science, math, and all that, but he would also inform you everything you need to know about culture, and you, everyone will love you. He will be able to explain to you current human perceptions of aliens. Uh-huh. Different portrayals of uh-huh. aliens, like and actual science. Uh-huh. Uh, like, talk to Grant. Yes. So, what does Grant want to say? Grant wants to say, Grant would want to tell them that he knows about a great podcast that they should listen to. Is it called Jabberwocky? Uh, you know what? It, it might be, but I would say that Grant also knows, uh, uh, also has other podcasts that are very interesting to listen to. Hmm. Podcasts would actually be a really good way for you guys yeah. to learn a lot about our culture. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of cultural podcasts, but there's a lot of history podcasts yep. and stuff like that. And I think they really get into, they really kind of show how humans work, yep. which is really fun. Luke said that he would say, take me to your leader. Hmm. So he would flip the script on you guys, where instead of you coming to us, 
and asking for our leader, he would go to you guys and say, take me to your leader. Take me to your leader is a common pop cultural trope. That's what we think you guys Aliens are often portrayed coming down yeah. to earth and saying, and, take me to your and leader. And this right here is actually an example of a joke. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they probably have humor. Well, maybe just not the same way. If you guys don't have humor, you're in for another treat. Ice cream <laughs> and, and jokes. Let me tell you, yeah. You guys are just going to have the time of your life when you come to Earth because we're going to show you ice cream and a funny video. Except for all the trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another listener said, named Abigail <laughs> said she would tell you guys how to build a record player. <laughs> yeah. Because be hopefully listening. you found the golden record. So you've already got some frame of reference. And hopefully you figured out, unless you didn't figure out how to build a record player. She would tell you guys how to build it. You know what I just figured out? Huh. So you know that there's like a calibration circle on the yeah the record. Uh huh. Why? Because the record is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make. I don't. All right. There has to be a reason behind that. Yeah. Okay. But those were our listeners' suggestions. Okay. Well. So aliens, can't wait to meet you. Hope that you don't kill us. Yeah. We'll we you know if you guys get here. Abra and I personally will be advocates for not trying to kill yes. you guys. Unless you guys are trying to kill us and are hostile. Yeah. Which we're hoping you're not. We just yeah. want to be friends. Yeah. Okay? Especially if you have lightsabers. Then we will. Yes. Gladly. If you have lightsabers, we really hope you're not yes. hostile. Then we will really be. We got a lot that we Please can bring about. us the lightsabers directly. Me yes. And please. Adam. I would like a blue one. I'm a green guy. Okay. I think I'm a. I think I'm. That's my vibe. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Okay, right, aliens. Now we are going to finish this, and we will say goodbye, which is what we say when we are leaving. So we're saying goodbye to the aliens, but not the total podcast. Well, th- it's all the same. There were also other. I people. We had more stuff we were going to talk about after this. Is there? Yeah, David's oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so do you want to say goodbye to the aliens and then? Yes. Okay, so aliens, stop listening. Farewell. Goodbye. Aliens. Thank you for listening. Remember to do your homework if you're in alien school right now listening to this. Um, stay in school. And don't do drugs. And treat yeah. people nice. Can okay. we say, we probably can't say, no, I was going to say a copyrighted thing. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> but now we're going to start addressing our regular podcast listeners. You guys can still keep listening. Yeah, you can. But we're, this, we're, we're not, not addressing broadening it up. In three, two, one. Okay. Man. Now we're now we're gonna have a segment called David's Book Review. David's Book Review. Well, we, maybe we'll call it that. David's we'll book call, call it a lot of different things. David's Bookshelf. We gotta wrap it up quick because David's Bookshelf. That's oh a good yeah one. yeah yeah. David. Okay, we're calling it David's Bookshelf. Okay. So as we discussed on an unreleased episode due to technical difficulties, one of my New Year's goals for 2020 is to read at least 25 books. I think I'm on pretty good pace. One of the books that I've finished so far is the first Harry Potter book. Mm. Um, but another book that I will talk about now is a book called uh, Daughter, My Journey to Becoming a Two-Time CrossFit Champion. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Okay. So, okay, but I'm not going to talk about the CrossFit stuff. I'm going to talk about the broader applications to okay. everybody. So just to give you guys a sense of the story arc, this book is written by a lady named Katrin David's daughter who is a professional CrossFit competitor. So to give you kind of her, her background, she in 
2012 and 2013 makes it to the CrossFit Games, which is like the CrossFit Championships. And she's mediocre at best of the field there. Like she's finishing in like 30s and the 20s. You know, she's not a top 10 competitor. Okay. Um, but she's pretty fit. And she's kind of okay with just, you know, saying, you know what, I'm a games competitor. I'm not going to win, but I'm going to the games for the year. So in 2014, she's at regionals, which is sort of like the playoffs to get the CrossFit Games. And there's one event that has rope climbs in it, legless rope climbs, I believe. And she just completely implodes, cannot get up the rope. She gets like a few rope climbs, um, but she's just too fatigued, has an emotional breakdown on the floor. Um, before that was, you know, really doing really well in, in the week. Um, on her events and on this event she just has a terrible finish and the emotional trauma of just completely bombing on that event actually prevented her from doing well on the other events and she just kind of um, like flopped for the rest of the week and she doesn't make it at the CrossFit Games. So everybody else is competing at the CrossFit Games that year and she's basically like stuck like she didn't make it. So in the next season, she starts training really hard and um, working with a coach named Ben Bergeron, who I'm a big fan of. But what she starts working on a lot is less her, just her fitness, but really her mental game and trying to overcome that emotional instability that really negatively affected her um, trying to make it to the CrossFit Games in 2014. So she trains super hard for the 2015 season, makes it to the CrossFit Games, in 2015, she actually wins the CrossFit Games. So she goes from being a mediocre competitor, then not even making it to the, to the CrossFit Games, comes back and wins. And she actually goes on to win again in 2016. So that was a really interesting story. And I think what was most interesting to me about it is the book like starts in 2017 and then goes back in time and works its way back to 2017. And in 2017, she didn't win either. She finished like second, I think. Um... And so kind of what it was about is like it's about a lot of her like mental journey as she's competing in CrossFit and it's really interesting because it finished with her not winning. Um, she has these two really great victories in 2015 and 2016 and then in 2017 she's, she doesn't win. Um, and I think what stuck with me the most about this book was the psychological strategies and principles that she's using to be a champion and kind of thinking about how a champion mm -hmm. thinks and just all the sacrifices that she makes and all the discipline that she exerts but also like she in her best years she went went out and competed thinking not not worrying about the leaderboard that and she was really focused on her effort and doing her best and as a result, she won. And in 2017, it seemed like she was expecting more of herself, expecting um, sort of like some sort of like magical, finding this sort of like like weird aura of being able to perform well. And towards the end of the weekend in 2017, she kind of realized that that was within herself and her own mind and her own ability to drive herself to her peak limits. And so I think applications for people just in general is it's inside of you. Well, it's inside of you, but like more like 
you need to focus on what you can control and on exerting your best effort. It's mm. um, a good lesson. And don't worry about, you know. Yeah. Don't worry about. Um, Even if you lose, it's still a learning experience. Yes, win or learn. And so it was kind of about like, you know, she had this emotional breakdown in 2014, but she could have come back from that and still made the games. And um, she just didn't discipline herself to have, she hadn't disciplined herself to have that kind of composure. Discipline so it was freedom. A, it was a lot about her learning to emotionally discipline herself, direct her focus, focus on her best effort, and being okay with things not going well. So that was a really good read. I would recommend you pick it up. I listened to the audiobook on uh, an app. And that was a good well. It's, I don't know. it's called. It's either called Scribd or. Don't scribed. give him free pub. No free pub. Okay, sorry. It's an unnamed app. You'll um, only name them if they sponsor. sponsor us. Okay, but it's it's a good app. Okay. So I recommend you check it out. <laughs> I so that's a good book. Check I'm it out if that sounds interesting. Currently, about three quarters of the way through Shoe Dog. So oh, that's an Phil interesting Phil Knight's read. book. We'll talk about that next time. Okay. It's tell me if to you like. Tell me if you like this segment, David's bookshelf. Yeah. Because I really didn't. I'm also reading uh, a lot of books right now. I am a reader avidly. Oh, just, you've got a bookshelf. Just kidding. I do have a bookshelf. I'm currently. Oh, we're talking about John Muir. Starting reading John Muir's book, Our National Parks. It's good so far. Everyone, go outside. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. You about are a lot it. more succinct than I was. Yeah, well, that's basically all you need to know. <laughs> Go outside and don't pollute the earth. Okay, spicy tunes. Yeah, let's do it. Um, do you, what do you have? I have a song from the Golden Record. Hmm. It is called El Cascabel. Cascabel. El Cascabel. It is very good. I believe it is from a Latin America country. If I'm correct, not quite sure where it's from. Really good song, fun to listen to. It's just good. So I think what I'm going to put on there, I have to make sure this is clean, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah. Bridging the Gap by Nas. From blues to jazz to rap? Yeah. So <laughs> From I, Creed 1? Yeah, from Creed 1. That is a I good mean, song. it's not originally what it's from, but yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. By I think I'm pretty sure it's clean. Nos. I'm pre- I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. That's what we got. Okay, cool. Thanks oh, oh, another song. Oh. I'm not gonna put this on Spicy Tunes because okay. it doesn't. It would just be weird. Okay. But, um, Bounty Droid by Ludwig <laughs> Gorenz. From the, I'm probably from saying his the name wrong. From the Mandalorian soundtrack. Okay. I was listening to the Mandalorian soundtrack it's last good. night. And Mud, I was like, the Mudhorn. That's a good one. Well, Bounty Droid is like hype. He's got like I don't know like like these like like drums in there. Okay. I like the Mudhorn. I haven't listened to that. Okay. Cool. So. Thank you. This was a listening. weird episode. This was a great episode. We spent a lot of time talking about like basic concepts that all humans understand. This is uh, one of our greatest so episodes. So brothers <laughs> are. <laughs> Anyways, okay. That's it. Thank you for listening. Have a good life. Have a good week. Should we change our outro? Why? Oh, so we don't get sued by the Girl Scouts. I don't think Girl Scouts would sue us. They're girls. They don't know how to sue people. That's not. I meant that in like. <laughs> I meant that like eight year old girls don't know how to sue people. Well, yeah, but the Girl Scouts is an actual organization run by. Adults. What do you want to change it to? Um, we have 30 seconds to come up with a idea because then it will be exactly one hour. Peace out, Rainbow Trout, and keep on chatting. Ah, that's so good.
Peace out, Rainbow Trout, and keep on jabbering. <laughs>